It's time for tons of Nintendo news. Nintendo's hardware and software sales have been updated. How many Switches have been sold? How many copies of Tears of the Kingdom have been sold? We'll get into all of that. The Pokemon presentation just aired. There's a few good things and a few things that I don't like, and I'll get into all of that too. And it's episode 50, so we have a gigantic Q&A at the end of it all. Let's not delay what you want to hear about. Ladies, gentlemen, cue the victory music, shoot the confetti cannon, we have made it to episode 50 of your favorite Nintendo news podcast, The Mario Matter, where we dive into every little bit of Nintendo news with this Costco blanket. Listen, listen, we have Pokemon Presents today, gathering up all the news, giving you all the news, and giving my thoughts on it all. We have updated Nintendo Switch and game sales, so like, how many units has the Switch sold? How many copies has Tears of the Kingdom sold? Mario Kart, we have all the updated numbers. And to celebrate, catch my breath, <sighs> to celebrate episode 50, we have a gigantic Q&A at the end. You might know if you've been around these parts before that we do a Q&A at the end of each podcast. We're going from 20 questions to 30 questions answered today. There's a lot to get to, so much news. Let's get to the headline segment where we go through pretty much all the news that is not the most major, but also valuable news. Nintendo fans, get ready. Here we go. Now, 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 what this is, is the headline segment. What we do here is we go through pretty much every bit of notable Nintendo news from the past seven days, dating back to August 2nd, because today is August 9th as of posting the podcast. I should update this this, this calendar behind me. Look, I have this calendar. It says August 8th. That's kind of a crime right there. Let's make it August 9th, because it is August 9th as of posting, August 8th as of recording. So, you know it was right, but I just didn't change it for the podcast date. So there's that. But anyways, not to, you know, waste your time here. Let's jump right to seven days ago, last Wednesday, August 2nd, when the last podcast aired and premiered. We got an interesting update that I just missed to include in the last podcast, but it is out now. It's happening. Things are going on here. So going back to August 2nd, our first piece of news Mario Kart 8 and Splatoon 1 on the Wii U, these Wii U games, these online servers have been down for five months. They're back online. So, I will go into depth here. Mario Kart 8 and Splatoon 1, probably the two games that if you're playing Wii U online in 2023, those are probably the two games that you're playing. I think Splatoon 1 is probably probably the, the most active. Uh, I would say Mario Kart 8 is, but I feel like everyone who has it on Wii U has it on Switch. Splatoon 1 is one of a kind, so I don't really know. But these were down and offline servers due to security vulnerability. You know, Nintendo can't have no security problems, so they figured, hey, while we fix it, we'll have to shut them down. We'll bring them back, you know, at some point. God knows when. But, you know, we're gonna do that, right? And so, guess what? August 2nd, we got word they would be back on August 3rd. Now, why am I counting it on August 2nd if it's August 3rd news? Well, it actually wasn't August 3rd. These things are called August 3rd, but it actually happens the night before August 3rd. So it happened August 2nd at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Pacific Time, 
And uh, I, I played it that night. So what you have to do is you have to go on your Wii U, uh, open up either Mario Kart or Splatoon, which, which, you know, whichever one you are interested in playing. And you will have to you will have to download an update for it, and so it's really nothing much. I think that I did get the message of Callie and Marie saying that there you know was an update. Check the site for more details. I think that I did get that message. If not, it might have been for for a different update. But yeah, it is a brand new update in 2023 for these games. Surprising, but with that, the online servers are back online for. These two great games, two Wii U classics, and, you know, those games are still kicking to this day. Now, Nintendo did say, if there's still problems with, with you know, security stuff, they might have to shut it down forever, okay? So, I would recommend to you, play it right now. Don't be like, well, I'll just play, you know, when they actually announce that they're shutting down. Who knows when it'll happen? Play now? Or potentially never again. I'll leave that to you. Then, moving on with our news here. We move to Pikmin 4 News. This game released just about three weeks ago. It is still kicking in the whole news cycle. We have a collaboration between Pikmin 4 and Kung Fu T. Did you imagine that? I might have. Because they announced it. You know... It's out there, right? Pikmin 4 and Kung Fu Tea are collabing to make tea, bubble tea, tea, Pikmin tea, Pikmin balls. Okay, that, that, that sounds bad. That sounds really, really bad. Okay, you know what? Kung Fu Tea posted on their Instagram, quote, Come into your local Kung Fu Tea starting today. Grab our new Pikmin Tropical Punch and Slush. So, I assume, based off the info, it's a Tropical Punch uh, little boba, this is called boba, right, like boba tea, I don't drink it, so I wouldn't know, or eat it, you know what I'm talking about, right, there's, there's a picture on screen, audio, only listeners know what I'm talking about, now, I will say, this sounds jolly, right, like, like, this sounds dandy, it sounds jolly, it sounds like, you know, I'm gonna go visit kung fu tea, here's the thing, this is not me saying this out of my experience, but from what I've heard on Twitter from people that I talked to, a lot of Kung Fu Tea employees were not trained at all on this whole Pikmin promo. Like, you'll walk in, ask for the Pikmin balls, and they're like, what? And I'm kidding. But if you walk in and ask for Pikmin Tropical Punch, they really might not know what you're talking about. So, I will tell you, if you're gonna go to Kung Fu Tea to potentially get the Pikmin Tea, uh, make sure that you have a backup plan, because once again, I will say it again, they do not always know what you are talking about. So, don't go there with the mentality, it's Pikmin or nothing, because, you know, it could go bad. But, yes, I mean, they really should know what it is. It happened with Cold Stone. Nintendo did a collaboration with Coldstone last summer, and I tried to get some of the ice cream, and the employees had zero idea what I was talking about, uh, even though there were posters, like, like everywhere, like, on the ice cream, uh, like, little, you know, like, the glass or whatever, and, and then, like, on the door. It's, like, right when you walk into the place. It's, like, how would you not know? I don't know. But, yeah, those things can be a, a, bit, a bit of a mess, but if you tried it, let me know how it is, because, you know, that might be... Something that I do try eventually. I don't know. 
And then moving on, guys, we have more Pikmin news for you. However, if you don't have a Kung Fu tea near you or you're just very uninterested, you can actually participate in this one if you get that dough out. You know, this is this is a bit expensive here. So this comes from Go Nintendo, and uh, it, it is available at Nintendo New York and online. Now, Pikmin is collaborating with, if I'm saying this right, Gelato PK? PK. What if we Google pronunciation? Gelato PK. 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 P-I-Q-U-E. That's what I'm going to call it. So, they are collaborating with this clothing company, and you can buy it. It's cool Pikmin stuff. Here's the only thing, the only problem with this. These things are expensive. Whatever this gelato PK, this unknown species of a clothing brand, their products are expensive. Can I please run you through all the clothing here and how much they cost? Because my lord. So, they say they are the dessert of clothes. It's almost like a designer brand, but not that expensive. Like, it's not, you know, it's affordable, but it's more than like a Nintendo piece of merch would normally be. So, here we go. This is crazy. There's a Pikmin hairband for $50.80. I'm not sure why it's so specific, like with 80 cents, but that is how much it is. There's a pink one, a beige one, and a blue one, all representing the three main Pikmin colors. So, the pink is like the red. The beige represents yellow, even though it's not totally yellow. And then the blue has blue Pikmin on it. So those are all on screen, audio-only listeners. The links are down below to check them out for yourself. We have Pikmin Room Slippers for $59.10. We have a Pikmin Unisex T-shirt for $67.80. We have a Pikmin Lounge T-shirt for $63.60. Like, it's somewhat affordable, but like, I'm not saying that you should be paying that for a t-shirt. Like, it's not like stupid, you know, stupid prices. But it's, you know, a bit more expensive. A bit more high-end. We have a Pikmin lounge dress for $96. We have a Pikmin smooth ribbed lounge top for $97.30. You can't, you can't get off that easy, we, we, you, know, you, you know, with $97. It's $0.30 cents as well. Pikmin Smooth Ribbed Cardigan, $135.60. It keeps on... Dude, it's, it's, it's getting worse. Pikmin Smooth Rib Pajama Pants, $111.30. And finally, Pikmin Lounge Shorts, $63.60. I mean... I don't know what to tell you. They're expensive. I wouldn't necessarily recommend buying them they do look like comfy clothes i've never tried them they are not m swizzle approved but i will have you know most are sold out online i am not sure of the stock at the new york store because i am not there and that changes every single day like for all i know someone probably you know just bought one of those shirts like i can't keep you updated on the in-store stock but online on the gelato pk website uh, most of them are sold out, so you can still get a couple things, but it's uh, it's kind of unclear if they'll come back in stock. You would think that they would come back in stock because if they're sold out, they must have sold well. You know, you're making money, so you know you would think there's more in stock. But I'll leave the link down below to the entire collection, 
and where you can look. And yeah, you need you 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 need to get the dough out to buy some gelato PK. If I'm saying that wrong, let me know. I think the only reason why I know how to say PK is because I used to be like a like a bandwagon. Uh, FC Barcelona fan, and there was like the the uh, guy named PK, and I would use him in FIFA. Dude, he was so slow. Anyways, that's kind of a, a niche niche reference. Uh, here we go. Nintendo with the next headline. They have released a little QR code on their social media that will allow you to receive a free splash tag in Splatoon 3 through a QR code. So right now on screen, I'll have a QR code on the screen audio only listeners i'll have it in the description everything is down there now if you're like oh my gosh i have to grab my phone don't worry well i, I mean yeah i mean you 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 could do that but what you could also do is if you're watching this on your phone you can screenshot it and then upload it right to the app and then it'll work the exact same so no need to do like a if you're watching it on the phone grab your 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 other phone and, and you know do it no 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 screenshot it and upload it to the Nintendo Switch online app and that'll give you a free splash tag and if you do not know what a splash tag is i believe it is like the when you join a game it, it has your name, it has, like, a background, it has your title. So, like, mine is, like, you, you, you can, like, combine two phrases. Mine is, like, big money collar or something. So, that's three words. But it's, like, big money is, like, one phrase. And then collar is, is you know, the second one. So, combine two phrases. And that is your splash tag. Now, I think that I received, like, a title. Uh, so, it's essentially, like two more phrases to use in my phrase making so like I could be like you know um small small collar or like big money dork like you know it gives you new phrases to use so I think that was what I got but I'm not sure if you're able to receive like backgrounds and stuff off the QR code but yes I did get titles I believe if I if I received the, the correct thing maybe I received you know something else and it just didn't work I don't even know but yeah, I believe I received titles off of that, and there's no reason not to use the QR code if you do play Splatoon 3. It's free stuff, takes like 10 seconds screenshot, upload to the app, and you're done. So, I don't understand why you wouldn't do it, but that it, that was on screen, and you can obviously get that. Get your splash tags, kids! Now, moving on to August 3rd news. That was a Thursday, as we know, and I will say... We only have one piece of news here, but it's for a very good reason. We did have more news on August 3rd, as you may or may not know, but that is all being moved to a later segment in the podcast, which is very juicy, and it all kind of fits into one thing. It's a big topic, so it's a segment later on. We'll discuss it later. But with that said, we do have a very credible rumor, and before you get uninterested because I just said rumor, Please, when I ask you to hear me out, a lot of these leaks are right. I'm not saying that it will be right, but a lot of them are. Rumor, Lego X Nintendo collaboration in the works for Animal Crossing Lego sets. Now, if you know anything about me, you know, you've seen me before, you probably know I'm an Animal Crossing fan. And, and when I say an, an Animal Crossing fan... Animal Crossing is my favorite franchise of all time. When I saw this, 
I flipped my bro. I was I was so hyped because once again, a lot of these things happen to be true. Like a lot of these leaked Lego sets, like it's happened with the whole Mario series. So I wouldn't be shocked if they're working on, on, on Animal Crossing, not to mention there's a big fan base there. They'd probably want to do it, not to mention Animal Crossing people are cozy people. And, you know, in some circumstances, Legos can be seen as like cozy or like, you know, uh, how do you therapeutic, I guess. And so that could be a possibility. Now, there are five rumored sets releasing in March 2024, uh, I, I would assume all on the same day. That's actually going to be uh, right around the three, four, four-year anniversary of, that is so weird to say, of Animal Crossing New Horizons, so that, that would make sense. Uh, here we go. So we have five sets, one of them costing $14.99, which will hold 170 pieces. Not sure what it is or what it could be. We have another set that costs 20 bucks with less pieces. It is 164 pieces, but still around the same thing. We have one that will cost $29.99 with 233 pieces. One that, one that costs $39.99, 389 pieces. And then finally, a bigger one, but not a gigantic one, really. $74.99, but only 500 pieces. Now, what's a bit weird to me here is you would think that you know, if you're thinking of Animal Crossing Lego sets, you know, New Horizons specific, I don't think that you can do that and not have, like, a Nook's Cranny set. And so, I don't know if that would be, like, the 500-piece one, but it's kind of crazy that 500 pieces, which, which, which is a lot, is $75. That's a little much. Like, if you're a... If if you're an avid Lego fan and can build them, like, half decently, that'll last you, like, I've not done Legos, you know, in a while, but if I'm not mistaken, that that's, that's like, a two-hour-and-a-half thing, two-hour, or, like, even, even, like, way less, possibly, if you don't, like, if you rush through it, like, it can be less. That's, like, nothing for 75 bucks. So, if you're asking me, we have to see what that $75 one is. And if that pieces amount is even true, maybe it's like a thousand and this leak is wrong. You know, who knows? But 500 pieces for 75 bucks ain't even that good. If I search Lego sets, Lego sets for $75. I mean, here, here's Harry Potter, 75 bucks. Uh, I mean, it's 600 pieces. Okay, so is, is that actually like the norm? Maybe like 500 pieces is 70 bucks. 60 bucks, Donkey Kong um, doesn't say... 500 pieces for a 60 dollar $60, $60 one. Yeah, I mean maybe that's the 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 norm I guess. Maybe it's just expensive and you know it's it's probably just expensive but that you know that is the Lego norm. Yeah, bit odd. But anyways, that is the rumor Animal Crossing sets. I'm excited. I'll at least buy like 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 two of them at at the very least. Hopefully they come to Target. That is where I would prefer to buy them. Now, moving on to August 4th here. What happens on August 4th? I put out a community poll today on my YouTube channel because I was debating on making this a full-on topic, okay? But but I didn't. A full, like, segment on this. A full segment. I didn't do it 
because I didn't want to be annoying. Like, I don't like to be one of those, like, switch to YouTubers. I, I, I don't. But when you run a news podcast, you nearly have to just because it's part of the news, okay? Like, that's kind of what it is. But after almost two hours, 64% of you say that Switch 2 titles are annoying. So that's why it's not in in the title. You know, I don't want to make you upset, but you have to discuss it because it is part of the news. So we are are doing it here. Uh, Feel free to skip if you need, uh, unless you're watching the live premiere in which you cannot skip. Regardless, here we go. We have August 4th news here. More Nintendo Switch 2 rumors surface. Include oh sorry, uh hold on, a surface including a 3D Mario launch. One thing the last rumor came from BrickMerge.de. Here we go. Switch two rumors. Surface including 3D Mario launch. Now these rumors that that all I will I will remember to credit here are Andy Robinson from Video Game Chronicle and Nate the Hate. And if you don't know. Uh, I'm not familiar with Andy Robinson, however, I am familiar with Video Game Chronicles in specific, and they are pretty pretty reputable and good. Nate the Hate, I believe, is the one who essentially leaked the last June Direct air date, so I believe he, he does have some credibility, and you know, I'm sure way more things than that. But here are the rumors, once again, not confirmed, grain of salt rumors don't take too seriously this is apparently the plans of nintendo to launch the next switch here are are some specs and details for the next switch it'll have an an 8 inch lcd screen 512 gigabytes of storage without an sd card like internal storage which is insane it'll launch in late 2024 Sometime around September to October, it'll launch, likely, with a 3D Mario game. Could be Odyssey 2, could be totally different. I would say totally different, but who knows? And finally, it'll use new cartridges. Now, let's break down each one. 8-inch LCD screen, not much to discuss there. That sounds right. They would probably, probably use LCD because if you're bumping up your switch from 300 bucks to the switch OLED uh, which is obviously a better screen to 350 it kind of costs a lot you you would want to keep the cost down LCD screen makes sense 512 gigabytes of storage that's a freaking lot for Nintendo for Nintendo that's a lot um i'm not sure if you would even need a micro SD card at that point you know i'm not sure how how much bigger games would be but I think I, I think that if that is the case, you can certainly survive a while with, you know without extra storage. Late 2024, September to October, that sounds about right. Sometime before the holiday season. Sounds right. 3D Mario, not sure what it could be. Could be Odyssey 2 once again as I as I said, but uh you know, who knows, it's 3D Mario potentially. And then here's where it's kind of interesting. New cartridges. So when that is said, that doesn't necessarily mean that uh, they're like super new. And I'll explain. We all want the Switch to be backwards compatible with whatever Switch is coming up next. And 
when they say new cartridge, that could be as little as, like, the difference from a DS cartridge to a 3DS cartridge. And the difference there, for those who, who don't know, do I have one here? I do. Uh, right here in my 2DS XL, we have a cartridge of, hey, Pikmin. Um, what this is, so, like, this is a 3DS cartridge, and for those, for those who do not know, a DS cartridge is essentially the same thing, but with this little edge right here, non-existent. It's just like that. It's a full-on square. And so, when they made the, the 3DS, you obviously cannot put 3DS games in a DS. They had to put this little edge here so that you cannot do that. I wonder if that's what they mean by new cartridge. I don't think it'll be super different because if you're making a brand new Switch, you want that to be backwards compatible. That'd be good for you. But yeah, I don't know how new of a cartridge is like what I'm saying here. I'm not sure how new that would be. I'm not sure if it's a little tiny difference so that, you know, so that it can't go in the previous system or if that's a totally brand new thicker cartridge or something like that. I don't know what that totally means. But yeah, new cartridge is said to be what is going to happen with the next system. So I don't want to spend too much time on that. They are rumors after all. But that is what we know from, once again, Andy Robinson from Video Game Chronicles and Nate the Hate. So that's some rumors out there, once again, to be taken with a grain of salt there. Now, we have some pretty peaceful, some pretty tame news that you might want to take part in if you have Nintendo Switch Online. We have five different waves of Tears of the Kingdom Switch Online icons coming coming to Nintendo Switch Online. So if you know, then you know that if you have a Switch Online membership expansion pack or not, if you go into, into the Switch Online app on your Switch, you're able to redeem different icons, dif you know, different frames, dif different backgrounds, customize these icons for your Switch profile, right? You can do that. We have five upcoming waves of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom icons. Here is when they will all be available. So, wave one is here from August 3rd to August 8th. Oh, sorry. Sorry. August 10th. And you will want to get that one quick just because as of posting today, it's August 9th. I said August 8th because that's, you know, today's date. Right now, it is August 9th as of posting. On August 10th, they're gone. But if you're seeing this after August 10th, no worries. Wave 2 is on August 10th to August 17th. Wave 3 is August 17th to August 24th. Wave 4 is August 24th to August 31st. Wait, and finally, Wave 5 is August 31st all the way to September 7th. So this entire wave set bleeds into September here, which is a while away. I mean, really... That's a long time that, that we're going to have some Tears of the Kingdom icons. So grab them now before they're gone for a very long time, if not forever. Now, one thing that, that you know you can take action on now is we have the final wave of Pikmin 4 icons available now for the same you know Switch Online membership situation blurble, right? So if I go ahead and grab my Switch, we can do it together. So... Let's grab the switch. We go, uh, we turn off parental controls, which you have enabled because you want to set a password on your switch. So if you ever lose your switch, you know, no one can, you know, do anything, uh, you know, unless they're smart and turn it off. Anyways, so you go to the Switch Online app and then go to missions and rewards on the left bar here. 
it'll load very slow and take you here. So I've already bought some of the tiers of the Kingdom Icons, but if we go to the Pikmin set right here, you can see I bought all, I bought all those too. So there are plenty of Pikmin icons there, including a picture of a blue, yellow, and red Pikmin, a yellow Pikmin holding a cherry, a red Pikmin holding a yellow, uh, what do you call it? Oh, dang it, uh, pellet. We have a blue Pikmin holding a strawberry, and so many more, a picture of Ochi. The Ochi one, I really like. This picture of Ochi right there, so many fingerprints on here. Ochi is so really, it's, it, 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 it's so awesome. Check out the Ochi one. It's really cool. I actually used most of my platinum points recently for a second channel video that is coming up very soon. Link in description. But, you know, that's okay. Icons are available now. Check them out before they're gone, okay? Pikmin 4, buy them all. Support Pikmin, right? Because Pikmin supports you. Unless they don't. I actually have my plush of Louie right here. Let's just set him on my mic arm. Uh, he's, he's not going to stay. Never mind. Anyways... Louis is good, though. Our next piece of news. For the good old August 4th here, we have a brand new tour in Mario Kart. Guess what? Mario Kart Tour! It's a tour in the tour of the tour! Listen here. We have a vacation tour. Active now in Mario Kart Tour. Now, don't worry. You are not... <laughs> voice crack. You are not late to this event, even though it is August 4th news. It was announced on, on August 4th, and it is now active as of August 9th. It has just begun. So if you're watching this, the day that it comes out, you are not late. It has just begun the vacation tour on the mobile Mario Kart Tour app on iPhone and Android and all the cool stuff, right? So here are the details of the entire tour. The featured drivers are Birdo, it's a green Birdo, the Me Racing Suit's available, Wendy Me Racing Suit, for carts, there is a cart based on a dolphin that bears resemblance to the Dolphin Dasher and Turbo Dolphin that is based off of the Mario Wiki, so thank you Mario Wiki for helping me out here, Rattle Purple, Goo Goo Gold, and the green Turbo Birdo cart. As for gliders, we have a glider based on a bar of soap, which is actually very, very cool. That's probably the, the one that I would use. And also, a dolphin great sail. And then finally, for courses, we have the squeaky clean sprint, which actually just came to Mario Kart Wave 5 on the Switch. And that is really it. That is all it appears here. Now, there's obviously, I would assume, more courses, but that is the feature one. So, that is it for the tour. But yeah, if you're looking to race on Mario Kart Tour, go check it out. It's out there now. It's active. It's playing. It's doing all the cool shenanigans, right? Then, we move to August 5th here. And on August 5th, we got some cool news. You know, it was a Saturday, so official news is a tad bit slow. But we actually have a cool piece of news, a rare piece of news. So, we have Nintendo giving out special pro controllers for the Switch to Mario Kart Championship Cup finalists. So, thank you to Toontris on Twitter, who did an unboxing of this rare Mario Kart Championship Cup controller on the Game Explain YouTube channel. So... There are pictures on the screen of this brand new Mario Kart special controller that, that is very, very rare. It's very rare. 
and I'll describe it for our audio listeners. The entire front of it is like a pink and blue gradient color, and it's got wheels on it. It's got Mario Kart parts on it. There's an 8 for Mario Kart 8. It's very cool, very Mario Kart-esque. And then on the back, you have a very colorful back with a bunch of diff- you know different racers on it. Like, I think I see Peach on there. I think I see a Piranha Plant on there. There's a Mario on there. A bunch of different racers in all different colors. There, you know, there's a Lakitu, a Bullet Bill thing. It's so cool. It's so decked out in Mario Kart art that rhymed. And so, and so, yeah. Thank you to Toontrist once again. Very, very cool looking controller, I will say. Very good. And then moving on here on August fifth, guys. A bit of a very odd piece of news, but also a very interesting piece of news. Listen, hear me out, okay? I stumbled across this piece of news from Go Nintendo. Barack Obama, like former president Barack Obama, has a main in Super Smash Bros. 64. Can you guess what Barack Obama's main is in Super Smash Bros. 64? It's Captain Falcon. And so this is a very interesting piece of news. Now, although I picked it up through Go Nintendo, this story comes from Cody Daniels, who organizes, you know, community stuff in the whole Smash 64 community. He met with Obama for Make-A-Wish, and they played some Smash, okay? And Obama is said to be from Cody Cody Daniels, better than the average Smash Bros. player. Like, he's decent. Like, bro, ever since he, you know, I guess his his presidential life ended, bro, he's he's been grinding Smash 64. I'm kidding. But, I mean, really, I mean, I, I guess, you know, he was jamming Smash Bros. At, at, at some point in his life. He seems to be pretty good. Or... You know, it was fake, and he was, like, not doing... You know, he was doing nothing, and there was someone, like, in the other room playing for him. I'm just kidding. That that obviously would not have happened. But that's pretty cool stuff. His main is Captain Falcon. And so that news popped up. I thought it was cool to share. And, you know, hey, Brock, if you're listening to the greatest and your favorite Nintendo podcast, 1v1 me, bro. Come on, man. Yeah, let's go. I'll, you want to tussle? Yeah. Do you want to catch this knuckle sandwich? I'll stop because I'm kind of cringe. But, you know, that'd be great content. Anybody, any presidential figure, come on come on the show. We'll play Smash Bros, okay? We'll we'll settle it. We'll, we'll settle our non-existent beef, okay? We can squash it live. With that said... We do have some more news on August 5th here. We have brand new summer-themed Mii outfits being added to Pikmin Bloom. So I, I know that a lot of you have been playing some Pikmin Bloom. Of course, because the launch of Pikmin 4 has definitely increased the popularity of Pikmin Bloom. I'm sure that people have been playing, you know, before Pikmin 4 happened. But, you know, it's definitely gone up in downloads for sure ever since. 
And so through the Pikmin Bloom Twitter, we actually got some pretty cool word. These outfits are coming. Now, there are four new outfits, and they're all summer themed. So outfit one, I mean, they all look relatively similar. They're all summery with, like, flowers all over it. It's like Hawaii kind of, kind of type stuff. And so those are all on screen. Very summery. I would use it, you know, we, we have, like, another month of summer. So, you know, you, you, you still have time. And while you have time, I would definitely wear it because, you know, two months go by. And if you wear that, you know, people ain't going to look at you right. They're, they're going to be like, ha, he still or he or she still thinks it's summer. They're going to laugh at you. So you, 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 you got to do it now. If you don't do it now, you're getting laughed at. But yeah. That's all in there. It says check the shop for more details. So, what will you do? Well, you, 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 you better check the shop for more details. So, that's there. And then we, we actually skip over August 6th. Because, can you guess why? Well, it's a Sunday. And nothing happens apart from old news and speculation. What is there for me to speculate on? Or sorry, to speculate on? I don't know. But there's a lot of banging news on August 7th when things actually open back up on a Monday here. Now, August 7th, we have a piece of news that you can actually benefit from. Uh, not that you know you can't benefit from from the previous news, but th this is th this is this is cool. We have Nintendo revealing a summer artwork wallpaper. Now. This thing is one of the best pieces of wallpaper merch that they've put out in a while. It is Mario riding on a yellow Yoshi. Very simple. With a little, uh, what do you call those hats? Like a sombrero and a fishing rod, it appears. And the background is a nice drawn Mario world, you know, with a pipe in the back and clouds and question blocks. It's so cool. But if you want this wallpaper, I believe I can link this in the description to download and you can use it on your computer. There's a mobile version, I believe, as well. With that, that is a very cool thing to, to download. Once again, summer time sensitive. It, it ends somewhat soon. So you'd probably want to get that now. I I will be downloading it after the podcast. So, with that, you have that. And then, we have another piece of news. Nintendo New York. Okay. Nintendo New York, the New York City store of Nintendo, is hosting a Zelda Tears of the Kingdom-themed scavenger hunt. Which, you know, it sounds a bit like a mess. Like, how do you run a scavenger hunt to the public in a store? I don't know. It sounds like it'll, it'll be crowded. So, this takes place August 12th at 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Time. A four-hour scavenger run. However, don't, you know, rest with that time too much because it is first come, first served in the scavenger hunt. I don't know what that means. I guess, I mean, I'm not sure why it would last four hours if it's first come, first served. Like, how does this work? Like, like, do you run around scanning QR codes? What is first come first? Like, I, I don't understand really. So, I would, on the safe side, if you're going, show up around 11 or 12. Just to be safe. Just to be very safe. You don't want to be too late. 
and then you know something's first come first served and it's all gone however this scavenger hunt approximately according to nintendo will take around 30 minutes of your time no real details have been shared we won't really know until august 12th which is i believe that is a uh fry saturday this saturday show up to nintendo new york and scavenger hunt it up i don't know what you win you know they haven't given us too many details but if you do go to their to their uh twitter right here uh yeah you're you're not gonna learn too much but there's a scavenger hunt and yeah it is called a trial they call it because it's a little tears of the kingdom reference but you have that and then we have two more pieces of pieces of news before we get to the to the cool segments so (laughs) <laughs> what we have here is we have a Nintendo Switch multiplayer game sale. Okay, we have multiplayer games on sale. Now, it's not like, you know, Among Us. Well, I mean, that's one of them. But it's not like random games that you don't care about. Listen here. It's almost like a first-party game sale. Really, listen. We have these games on sale and a whole lot more. But here are some of the notable ones. Mario Party Superstars. Monster Hunter Rise plus Sunbreak, Mario Strikers Battle League, Clubhouse Games 51 Worldwide Classics, Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition, Mario Golf Super Rush, Stardew Valley, Big Brain Academy, Kirby Star Allies, Metopia, Mario Tennis Aces, It Takes Two, and so many more. Bro, that's a really good sale. That's a great sale. Now, what I, what I do notice is a lot of that is, like, there are games that haven't sold well. Now, I mean, some of them aren't, obviously. But, like, for things like Mario Golf, Super Rush, and, you know, Metopia, and I think Mario Tennis did, like, 4 million. You know, that's that's pretty good. But a lot of these didn't sell well. Like, you know, also, like, like you know, uh, Mario Strikers. I don't know if that's, like, an excuse to put them on sale by calling it a multiplayer game sale, but... Either way, how could you ever complain with a sale? I really thought that Mario Golf sold better, but I guess not. I actually like Mario Golf Super Rush. Uh, but all the games are 30% off. Some are a tiny bit lower. Some are like 60% off. But all of the Nintendo ones, as far as I can tell, are right around 30% off. But yeah, once again, you do have some zingers. Like, if you go and look at it, It'll be like, one of them is 67% off. Yeah, it's just kind of like hit or miss. But yeah, 30% off right around there. And it's some pretty good deals. So if you're a digital gamer, could be for you. Then our final piece of news, which I will repeat next week as well. There is upcoming Switch maintenance. And I, you know, I, I, I normally tell you maintenance when it's like coming up. And while this is coming up, it's it's not for a while. Like, like I, I, I mean a while, right? So, there is Nintendo eShop maintenance happening on Monday, August 21st, which is in two weeks, from 10 p.m. to 11 p.m. Pacific time. So, it is one-hour maintenance. You cannot buy anything during that time period. That is going to be, if if I can do quick math here, that is going to be 1 a.m. August 22nd to 2 a.m. August 22nd on the east coast so convert the time how you must but really you probably are not going to be using the eShop 
during this time. So not much to fear, not much to worry. You can you can still play games. You can still you know use online, but eShop is gonna be a bit dead, a bit RIP there. And that is it for the headline segment of the podcast. Now we move to our last three segments. The first one being about the Pokemon Presents. This just aired yesterday, Tuesday, as of posting the podcast. Tuesday, August 5th. And, sorry, August 8th. What what am I saying? August 8th. And a lot of people have mixed thoughts on this Pokemon Presents. A lot don't like it. Some do like it. That's kind of hard to believe. But let's break down all the news that came out of it and give you my thoughts on the entire thing. Let's go. All right, guys. Pokemon, Pokemon, Pokemon. Whatever you gotta say. You know, Pikachu is great. Charizard is cool. This Pokemon Presents did not make me drool. It wasn't great. Like, I'd probably give it maybe like a... You know, with like numbers, probably like a 4 or 5 out of 10 I said on stream. I reacted to it live, by the way. We do stream these things. And if you wanted to give, like, what would that equate to for like a for like a letter grade? Like a C minus? No. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be like around there, like a C. Like a C. You know, it wasn't too filled with things that, you know, the casuals might care about. Or things that, I guess, just... A lot of people would care, like, like not even casuals, like, just, you know, Pokemon fans. Like, I saw a lot of people, you know, give it some flack. And so, let's run down, not every inch of what was in there, but things that you would care about. You know, I'm going into, into depth here, but not, like, every small thing, like the world champion. You know, not everyone wants to know about that. But some things that you might want to know. We got a Detective Pikachu Returns trailer, a bit longer than the one in the June Direct, I believe. We have a Pokemon Paldean Wins animated series. I believe it is a four-episode series coming up. We have updates to Pokemon Go, the Paldea region, Pokemon coming in September. Updates to Pokemon Unite, Pokemon Sleep, Good Sleep Day in-game event coming up. We have Pokemon Trading Card to Game Boy Switch Online, which is available now. That's a pretty cool thing. And then we also have Pokemon Stadium 2, <clears throat> that game, on Switch Online Expansion Pack, also now available. We have the Get Mew and Mewtwo event in Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet. Now until September 18th, you can add Mew to your team with code, here's a code for you, quote, Get Your Mew. G-E-T-Y-0-U-R-M-E-W. Get your Mew. Use that code in Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. We have an event there, and there will be a Mewtwo Terror Raid beginning September 1st until September 18th. And then the final, like, 10 minutes of the entire thing was a trailer or an overview trailer for the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet Area Zero DLC. It was very long. We have some new Pokemon, Diplin, Archaladon, Raging Bolt, and Iron Crown. I like Diplin. 
and that was probably the best part of it all. Diplin's very, very cool. But really, it wasn't like what any Pokemon fan, I guess, really wanted. Like, there was no, I guess, brand new game announced. Like, a lot of people wanted, you know, Pokemon Black and White remakes, as those were recently rumored. You know, some wanted a brand new Pokemon Mystery Dungeon game. I was one of them. I think the uh, most popular expectation, or I guess wish on the wish list here, was Pokemon Red and Blue, or any of the previous Pokemon Game Boy games, come to Switch Online. Now, here's the good news, okay? When it comes to that, we have very good news there. We saw some Pokemon games come to Switch Online. We saw Pokemon Trading Card Game, as we said, and Pokemon, Pokemon Stadium 2. So, uh, it's good news, because they're obviously, obviously not against doing it. They would, from what it appears, probably be open to bringing over Pokemon Red and Blue, or, you know, whatever old Game Boy game there is uh, for Pokemon. They did it here. I think they would want to do it with Red and Blue. That would be a big hit. That'd be a popular one. And there are some of the best Game Boy games. Uh, out of all of the Pokemon Game Boy games, you would want to probably bring those over. Um, it's just also helpful because if we go to eBay right now, like, this is why people actually want it, and here's why people actually care. If we go to eBay, Pokemon Red. Just search Pokemon Red. Uh, here's some fake copies, but if we find an authentic one, yeah, that's fake, that's fake, that's fake. Uh, well, here's... Fire Red, which is 90 bucks. Uh, here's Pokemon Red, which is 70 bucks on the Game Boy. Like, they're expensive. They're pretty expensive games. Here's one for 50, cartridge only, and the label is all roughed up. I mean, it would help a lot of people actually play these great games that, you know, maybe it was a generation that, that you know, they weren't born into. Like, or they didn't have a Game Boy Advance or a Game Boy based on which game you want to play. That's why these games would be great on Switch Online. And maybe that's in the cards. Maybe maybe it's in the plans. Maybe it's going to happen. They're working on it. I, I don't know. But that's something that a lot of people want to see sooner, definitely, rather than later. It's just great to replay. And especially these Pokemon games. Like, you can bring over any Pokemon game. You should bring these ones over. So that's kind of my two cents on why you should bring those over. But like after that, it's like you would think this was a 35-minute Pokemon Presents. You would seriously think there was some kind of brand new game announcement. Really, I mean, you, you, would, you would think so. You would think. My phone's ringing. Let's uh, bring it. Let's throw it on the bed so that doesn't happen. Um, you would really think there is some new announcement of a new game, or, you know, there was a strong rumor of a new Pokemon Legends game, and, uh, it just didn't happen. It just didn't actually come to fruition. It seems that maybe it's possible, but not right now. Our next Pokemon Presents won't be for a few months. Our last one before this was six months ago, right? It, oh, hold on, was, it, was there one in April? Uh, it might have been April, actually. I'm thinking of February, uh, I streamed it, it was, oh, look, it was February, oh, uh, well, yeah, 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 that appears to be the last one, unless I missed one, which I 
near guarantee that I did not. So every little while, like every few few six months or so, uh, our next one, if it is every six months, it would line up that the next one is in February. But who knows? The Pokemon company does what the Pokemon company does, and they just like to not put out great stuff. But that doesn't mean that we won't see Pokemon show up in the next Direct in September. Um, you know, normally Pokemon will save announcements for their own Pokemon Presents, but there's always a, a chance. There's always a shot because we did see Detective Pikachu Returns shown off in the last Direct. And once again, most of the time, they're going to probably put things like that in their own you know, presents trailer, but they're not above having Pokemon things show up in directs. So maybe if, you know, say Nintendo is going to put some games on the Game Boy and Game Boy Advance Switch Online this September, you know, maybe the Pokemon company knows and they want to throw red and blue into there and reveal it all at the same time to create some extra hype. Or they, you know, maybe it's not even their fault. Maybe it's Nintendo saying, hey, Hold that off, let's put it in a direct, cause some big hype, make it a more quality direct than having a quality Pokemon Pokemon Presents. There's obviously going to be more eyes on the direct than there would be on a Presents. Who knows what it is? Uh, it doesn't mean to bash them though, because they're probably working on it. Like, I would assume they're working on it if it's not already done, bringing that game to Switch. It's just timing. Uh, it's, it's all timing, and we don't know when exactly that'll come, or if it'll ever come. The best thing that you can do right now is secure a legit copy. Uh, of course, emu emulation is a thing if you're into that, but uh, there's some on eBay, there's some on Mercari, third-party, uh, sorry, uh, second-hand sites, third-party sites to get your hands on these games. And in, in the meantime, you know, maybe replay some Pokemon Scarlet and Violet on the Switch and everything. Whatever you 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 gotta do, okay. What whatever it is, but yeah, I mean it'd just be cool to play those games on something other than the Game Boy Advance. Because even like sometimes, like the Game Boy Advance can sometimes be a bit like uncomfortable, just because if I pull it out right here, it's just kind of cramped up. And you know maybe that's an unpopular opinion, but like it'd just be cool to have it on a different platform, bigger screen, everything, you know. And so that's my take on the. Uh, Pokemon games being ported to Game Boy Advance, or sorry, <laughs> Pokemon games ported to Switch online. And so, really, I would want that soon. Apart from that, it is still very disappointing. I won't, like, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. It's sad that we didn't get a brand new Pokemon game, but that'll hopefully come very soon. Maybe in the next one, maybe in the direct. I don't know, but I will restate. Pokemon Presents, I'm going to give it, yeah, like a grade C or a 4 to 5 out of 10. Hopefully that kind of gets the message across of what I think of it. It just wasn't great. There wasn't like an oh boy moment. There was just, you know, things that we knew were, were happening. And yeah, it was cool to see DLC. Uh, but like once again, we knew that was going to happen. It's just like more details and, you know, specifics. But nothing like brand new, like a shocker, which... You always kind of want one of those, like, oh, boy moments in a direct or in a presentation, whatever it is. You always want one of those, oh, my gosh, moments, you know. And Nintendo's pretty good at that. They're pretty good at, like, throwing in, you know, at least one thing. 
they had me going crazy in the first like 10 minutes of, of the last one. So yeah, you always want that, and they didn't put that in there. Once again, maybe it was planned that they were going to put in the Pokemon Red and Blue, and then maybe they were told to hold off. Or maybe maybe not at all. Maybe they have no plans. I don't know, but that is that for the Pokemon Presents. Let's move on to the big factual numbers, guys. We have updated Nintendo Switch game software and console unit sales. It's fun stuff. You might think, oh, boy, numbers, you know, it's so boring. It's cool to know. Can the Switch pass the PS2, the best-selling system of all, of all time in sales? Can Tears of the Kingdom pass Breath of the Wild in sales? Let's see where all of these systems and games are, are, are at right now. Let's go. Sales, 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 guys. Once again, we're crunching numbers. This could sound like, well, you just crunch numbers, you know, recline the seat. Uh, how boring of you. How dare you crunch numbers, guys. It's, it's exciting stuff. If you didn't catch the tail end of the last segment, I broke it down for you. We're seeing if the Switch can pass the PS2, the best-selling game system of all time. If Tears of the Kingdom can pass Breath of the Wild. If Mario Kart 8 can keep climbing higher. We have all the updated numbers for you, but not just that. We have interesting numbers as well. Interesting statistics with Nintendo. Let's go ahead. Let's jump to all of it. So let's start with what we've been hyping up here. Nintendo's quarter one 2024. Yes, 24, not, not 23. Quarter one of the 2024 fiscal year results. We have sales updates, basically. So with that. We have a lot of games on Switch that have sold. Can you believe it? Games on Switch have sold. It's crazy, but there's a whole list of games that have gone up in sales. Let's talk about the big three. So, we have one system, the Switch, that is active. The Switch has now sold 129 0.53 million units. I believe it was previously around 20, 126 million. So it's going up. It is still selling. That is one fourth or so of the Wii U sales in just a few months. Brilliant work here. Okay. Now, in terms of the big three games, we have some stats. Tears of the Kingdom. We got word that three days after its launch, this is all we got, it sold 10 million copies. That's all we got for a while. Now, months later, how many sales, how, how many copies has it sold? Tears of the Kingdom, Zelda game, brand new, has sold 18.51 million copies. So it's sold an 8 million after the first three days where it sold 10 million. I mean, bro. That's a lot. Now, for reference, if we search best-selling Nintendo Switch games, how many has Breath of the Wild sold? Breath of the Wild has done 30.65 million. And that, that number has certainly gone up just because uh, I, I don't believe these have updated ever since Tears of the Kingdom has released. And so, you know, when Tears of the Kingdom comes out, you're like, I want to play the first one. And so Breath of the Wild is that. So it's gone up to 30 million. Tears of the Kingdom is 18.51. Do you guys think 
that Tears of the Kingdom is going to pass Breath of the Wild. I'm so conflicted on it. Because it's like, bro, Breath of the Wild was like the biggest game when it came out. You know, brand new Zelda game launched with the Switch. It was like... It was, like, the first game that you buy. Now it's, like, while Tears of the Kingdom is huge, like, you know, there might be a few less sales. I don't know. I just feel like Breath of the Wild might have been a tiny bit bigger because it, it was launching with the brand new system. And not that this is a, is a very big factor, but it was on Wii U and Switch. And these are only Switch sales, but, like, it's just an overall bigger thing. It was just a little bit bigger, I think, than Tears of the Kingdom. And Tears of the Kingdom is huge, but I just don't think it's as big. So, I think maybe it sells a tiny bit less. What was that sound? Am I, am I hearing things? I don't know. I think it sells a tiny bit less. Just a bit. But, yeah. We have that, and then a few more games we have updated sales numbers for. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe has updated. It, it, it sold 55.46 million copies. That is... A little under half of every single Switch owner has Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which is nuts. And then another best-selling Switch game, the second best-selling Switch game, Animal Crossing New Horizons, has now sold 42.79 million units or copies. I mean, I it's hard to comprehend they make this many games, but you know what? I guess they do. So they're raking in bank. This is one of the best times for Nintendo. And we don't just have that for you. You know, we don't just have these numbers. We have Nintendo. More crazy numbers from Nintendo. You know, this is the, the time of year that, that they put out their financial reports and numbers. And we have this piece of news. Nintendo has shared shared with us. That over 168 million people worldwide have seen the Super Mario Bros. movie. That's a lot of freaking people. That's what? Like 170th of the world? Is that right? I think that's right. That's a lot of people, bro. So, the Mario Bros. movie. As we know, big success. This has done 1.349 billion dollars at the box office 1.3 billion bro that alone makes up for any of the wii u poor sales bro they just broke even they they just broke even with this they're raking in dough now obviously uh a lot of that has to do with illumination uh but also a lot of it has to do with nintendo so they're taking a decent amount of that man that's a lot. Of, dude, if you're Miyamoto, if you're Shantaru Furukawa, bro, you are hyped. That, that, that's, a, that's a lot of money for your company. So, there's that 168 million people, and I'm pretty sure you're one of them, and I'm one of them. So, you know. With that, we also have another similar stat to that. If you thought 168 million is cool... How does 116 million Nintendo Switch players annually sound? Every single year, there are 116 million players that go on their Switch and, you know, play a game. Now, here's the fun thing to look at. 
out of 116 million, there are 129 switches sold. That means 13 million switches are inactive over the course of a year. I mean, you know what? Just, if you're not playing your Switch for a year, you know, I, I'll take it. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But, you know, I mean, that's cool, I guess, but it seems like the 300, you know, smackaroons wasn't really worth it, huh? So, I don't know. I think a lot of it might just be like, you know, people who bought their Switch during quarantine or people who just fell out of love or people who even like lost their Switch, you know? Like, because when you buy a Switch, obviously it counts towards the 129 million units. Uh, and then when you lose it, it's like, you know, it still counts, but it's like you don't have your Switch. It's it's things like that. Things like broken Switches. Uh, it's not all people who like neglected their Switch. It's broken. It's lost. But it, it, it was still a sold Switch. So things like that but yeah there are 13 million switches just not being used and so that kind of sucks but there's one more piece of news to share with you here now i'll leave their entire their entire financial report in the description it's still pretty interesting but i'm gonna bring you like the more mainstream stuff rather than rather than like super niche stuff like on the podcast we go into like niche stuff niche stuff but this is like the niche of the niche so Another very interesting thing here is Metroid Prime 4 is still listed as an upcoming Nintendo Switch game. Now, really, I mean, this was announced forever ago. I mean, years ago, this game, Metroid Prime 4. I really do think that Metroid Prime 4 is going to be a Switch 2 game. I think what's going to happen is they're not going to finish development just this soon yet. I think what will happen is they're going to dual release it. I think there will be one on Switch 2 or whatever the next system is also on Switch. Because they promised, like, Metroid Prime 4 would be on Switch. You know? They had said that. And it's kind of hard to walk away from that unless you cancel the entire game it's kind of like you're in a breath of the wild you know situation you say oh new zelda game coming to wii u people buy a wii u they're waiting for it so you have to release it on both consoles so i think that's what they're gonna have to do now maybe i'm wrong maybe it'll be shown off this september and it'll release next next year on switch I, i i could be wrong i don't know but at this point I really do think that it's going to be a Switch 2 title. I really think so. It's so hard now to make it a Switch game. Development has been going on for long enough, like six years or so, if not more. Switch 2 game for sure. So, that is still listed on there though, which is just interesting. After all this time, still there. But, there you go. That is the updated sales numbers for the good old big n the nintendo and honestly it's cool to see these numbers rise and rise now could the switch pass the ps2 in sales for those who don't know the ps2 if you search best selling best selling game consoles of all time of all time uh you'll see here the ps2 has sold 
155 million units. The Switch is number three with 100, 129, and the DS is number two with 154. Can they pass PS2? I think it's possible, although you're gonna need to make uh, at least two more special editions and some aggressive Black Friday sales. I think that's what you do. You make more specials and you put it on sale. Because once it's on sale, like we thought it sells like hotcakes now. Bro, when the Switch is on sale, boom. It's going to sell and sell. And, you know, maybe even sell some more. You know, it's going to sell like, not not hotcakes, more like funnel cakes. Well, more like, more like those like ice cream ice pop things that are that are like you know in season like in the summer those things more more like those um but yeah sales and you know maybe a mario bros wonder oled or something that'll that'll be good for sure but yeah that's the updated sales and the cool fiscal numbers full fiscal report in the in the description if you want to see even more of their financial stuff but let's move on to the special episode 50 gigantic q a for the Mario Matter. Your question might just be answered. Let's go. All right, guys, answering your questions. Once again, we normally have 20. We have 30 questions today. So if you want to ask a question on the Mario Matter, feel free to submit a question. There are two ways. One of them being every single Sunday, by Sunday night, Eastern Time, there will be a community post on my YouTube channel, so if you go to my channel, hit the community button, and then every Sunday night, there will be a brand new post there saying, hey, hope you're doing well. If you want to ask a question, feel free to leave it here, or an easier way, if you, like, if you, if you don't want to have to, you know, remember to leave a question, what you can do, and probably a, an easier way to, to get your question answered is join my Discord server, Link in description. Navigate to the Ask M Swizzle channel in my Discord server and leave your question right in there. You, you can do it right now if you want to, and it'll be in there. Uh, hopefully, next podcast, I'll answer your question. And it's less, much less competition in there uh, to get to get it answered. So, another way to guarantee your question is to become a channel member. That, that'll guarantee your question. And I'll also answer it first. Being a channel, channel member supports the, the channel monetarily, as little as two bucks a month, and you get awesome perks for the channel. So, with that, we have four members' questions for today. Beginning of the 30 questions today, The Lone Warrior asks, Do you think Animal Crossing New Leaf will come to the Switch or next console? I will say, uh, with these questions, I might make them a bit speedier, just because there are 30 of them. Uh, do you think New Leaf will come to Switch? Here's the thing. Animal Crossing New Leaf is my favorite game of all time. I really don't see it coming to Switch. Just because, you know, when you're porting games from 3DS to Switch, you're going to be very picky on what you pick, pickety-pick. And uh, I just don't know that Animal Crossing New Leaf is going to be one of them. Like, out of games like Tomodachi Life, they did Miitopia. Miitopia was one of the lucky 3DS games to come to Switch. Um, when you're looking at which games to port, you want to be careful, and I just don't know that Animal Crossing New Leaf fits the bill, 
Uh, even for, like, next console, I just don't know that you'd ever... I mean, it's never happened before. Like, Animal Crossing games have never been ported. Aside from, like, Animal Crossing was on the N64 in Japan, then GameCube. But, like, I mean, I guess that, that, that counts, I guess. But, like, it's never, like, really been, like, you know... I guess... Sorry. Easier term. After the GameCube, it's never been ported. Like... You, you, you won't see, oh, that, that's, that's not right as well. I guess it has been ported before. I mean, Animal Crossing Wild World came to the Wii U Virtual Console. I guess it has been, been ported. Yeah, I guess I'm wrong. Uh, it could happen. I guess not like as like, as like a retail, like a physical thing, like an HD remaster kind of thing. Wild World on the Wii U was not like HD, re, HD re, uh, remastered. It was just like the, you know, base game itself. I, I'm talking like an HD remaster. I don't know that would happen, especially because as good as New Leaf is, and as much as I would love that to happen, uh, it's a downgrade from New Horizons in terms of features, not in terms of, you know, charm and stuff, in terms of features. And so I'm not sure that many Animal Crossing New Horizons fans would want to play that and like it. I don't know. So I think that it won't come to Switch or next console, but I would for sure love it to. Data Monkey asks, what do you think the launch game of the next console will be? Uh, I'm thinking, I mean, the, the rumor has it, it's 3D Mario, and I do agree that makes sense. I think what you could also do is Mario Kart 9, because that is a not only a gigantic game to follow up Mario Kart 8, which is a great selling game, but it's also just massive. It makes the entire launch bigger. You want to get your hands on a Switch 2, because... It has Mario Kart 9 on it right away. You would want to do that. Any kind of Mario title, I think. Any Mario title will launch with the next system. That is uh, my prediction. I think that you you either launch with Mario or Zelda. Last time it was Zelda. This time, I'm saying Mario. So, that's that. Sonic Generations asks, Why do you think that Nintendo took a big downgrade from Club Nintendo to my Nintendo? And have you ever bought any club Nintendo items? So, that's a very, very good good question. Uh, let's start with the first one. Why do I think they downgraded? Uh, money. Money. Uh, I think they were spending a little bit too much money in terms of what they were doing with club, you know, club Nintendo. I mean, it was things like golden statues, bro. It was things like golden statues, custom CDs, and they still do that now. Like, sorry, not golden statues, but, like, they have, like, some CDs nowadays. And I just think it was way too much to make that all almost free. Like, like of course, you, you, you have to, like, earn points. But, like, it was, like, almost free, you know, after you earn the points. And so I think it was just a bit much. I think they wanted to do, like, a whole rebrand, and that's how you have my Nintendo... And though they still do, you know, cool physical things like stickers and, you know, pouches and all of the above, I think it's way cheaper now because it's not as high quality as things used to be. Like a Captain Toad lamp, you know, like it's not that high of quality. They've lowered the quality and done a rebrand. And a lot of it now is like digital rewards. So it's also pretty nice of a rebrand. So yeah, I think it's just mainly a rebrand kind of thing. And have you ever bought any Club Nin Club Nintendo items? Uh, I have not. When Club Nintendo was a thing, you know, you would always open up like a Wii U box and, and see like the ad in there that says like, oh, hey, you know, redeem points, Club Nintendo. But like, 
I never really did it. I think I might have, like, tried to, to do it once, but I never, like, picked it back up. Um, I never really did it. If I had the knowledge that I have now, and it was still a thing, I would buy so much stuff from there. But back then, I was younger. I just didn't really ever care for it, which I should have. That's a, that's a mistake on my end, because it was cool stuff. But, um, yeah, I just didn't. I had no interest. So, I don't have any. However, it'd be cool to buy some of it, like, 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 secondhand, you know, like, buy some club Nintendo stuff off of eBay. That'd be pretty cool. Then, Luigi Bros. Have you ever played Super Mario Kart and have beat it 100%? So, I have played Super Mario Kart through the SNES, uh, Switch Online, but I have not, not even close to, uh, 100%ing it. I just play it to play it, I do it for some gameplay footage, and it's a fun Mario Kart game. Uh, I, I just have not won 100% it. Maybe in the future, but I have not right now. But once again, fun game. Chai Latte. Moving on to normal uh, YouTube questions, non-members. Chai Latte. In your opinion, will there ever be a second Ring Fit Adventure or even additional content to it? I think it's... Um, I mean, I think if they were going to do it, they would probably do it by now. Because Ring Fit... Uh, it might have changed now, but for a while, Ring Fit was actually one of the, like, top 10 best-selling Switch games. Uh, what is it now? Now it's 11, yeah, so it was, like, right there, now, uh, Tears of the Kingdom has passed it. So, now it's 11, with 15.38 million units sold, and it's still selling, like, it's still at Target, you know, whenever I go. So, saying, it's popular, people like it. However... I think if they were going to make a second one, it's still doable. Like, they can still do it now. It's just hard because, like, people already have a ring con. And, like, it might be a bit hard to, like, sell, you know, the physical game only and a bundle, like, with another ring con. Like, it'd be confusing to see your Ring Fit Adventure 2 on a shelf with no ring con included. Like someone might buy that and not know that 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 you need that. It should say it should say like 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 on the box ring con required. But like I don't know. It just could be a bit confusing. And um, will they add additional content? I think DLC is a bit too late. I think if they're gonna make a new installment, it's gonna be uh sometime soon or on the next system. I think that you make it you make a sequel on the next system. I think it'd be a bit confusing to do it now. Maybe even add a brand new gimmick, like, you know, don't use the ring con, or maybe do use it, I don't know, but I think that you add a new gimmick to Ring Fit, Adve ring Fit Adventure 2, or you make a totally different game, you know, not Ring Fit Adventure, but some other workout game, because that one did them pretty well. 15 million copies is more than most games, so, yeah, I think that you, you definitely follow it up, but do I think there will be one? Yeah, yeah, eventually, but maybe not this soon. Then, Turdy Stomper, what is a game that you thought would perform better than it actually did? Yeah, I think probably, because I was looking at it the other day, Mario Tennis Aces. Mario Tennis Aces did pretty well, but for some reason, I thought Mario Tennis was, like, even bigger than it actually was. I'm on best-selling Switch games. You search Mario Tennis on best-selling, it's 29th. With 4.5 million units. Now, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. 4.5 million. Very good number. Uh, that is a lot of copies. But 
I just thought it would do a little bit more than, than 4.5. I thought it'd be like eight, honestly, like 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 eight million. Mario Tennis is pretty universal. That's a pretty un universal game, and and it's been around forever. It's been around since what N64? No, no, uh, Virtual Boy, isn't it? It's been around for a while, and so really, I thought it would sell more. And not to mention, Mario Tennis Aces is a very good game, I think. I think it's very good. So, I thought it would sell more, even though it has sold a lot. Uh, but yeah, I thought that would do 8 to 10 mil, really. Then, Falcon Punch, 11. Do you think we will ever get a game based on Lego Mario? It just seems like the perfect fit for me, but I'd like to hear your opinion. You know what? That sounds really good. Yeah, um... I don't know if we'd ever get a game. <clears throat> However, it does sound very... Like, that's a good idea. I never even, like, thought about that. A Lego Mario game? That'd be sick. I just don't know... It's kind of hard, because, like, making a Mario, like, story is kind of hard enough. To make it as a Lego game, I mean, the only way that I see that happening is if it's some, like, Lego crossover or something. Like, if there's a Lego game on Switch, you know, there's Mario character DLC. I don't know that it would ever get its own game, but I think it could have, like, some DLC characters in an existing Lego game. Uh, I don't know that it would have its own game. I'm, I'm not sure if the audience is there. And I'm not too sure what you would make it about. You know, you can make it, like, about the movie storyline. But, like, that's kind of reserved for if they want to make a Mario movie video game. Uh, I don't know. I think it'd be some some DLC, if anything. <clears throat> I'm going to lose my voice, man. Death Numb 2297. Do you think Nintendo's next console will have more of the stuff we loved about the 3DS and Wii U era? Themes, music on the eShop, and more personality in general. Yeah. I think so, and here's why. I think the next system is going to have better performance, and I heard that a big reason why the Switch didn't, didn't, didn't have themes, didn't have the eShop music, is because it was, it didn't have enough power. Like, the eShop runs a bit slow already, and that's what I heard. I heard that it was just, a, it was a bit much on the whole system, and because of that, I heard that's why they didn't do it. When you add more power, you have more room for things like that. I think that they will. And uh, I think that it's definitely charming. It's it's a, it's a nice touch. Because, like, if anyone listening has played 3DS and Wii U back, like, during the era, like, the, 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 any kind of song, any, like, system menu song, whether it be eShop, whether it be the settings music, <clears throat> is probably, like, very nostalgic to you. Uh, and that's just, like, the memories that it creates, and it makes those consoles, like, so great. It's like this 2DS XL right here, like, holds my childhood. It, it's like one of those things, you know? And on the Switch, you still have that in a way, like, games are being the, you know, nostalgia for you. Like, the music in Animal Crossing New Horizons will be my nostalgia. But, like, it's something different when you make music on the system menu. It's, like, different. It's... It kind of like builds more of a connection to, to the console itself. And so I miss that. But to answer your question, I do think it'll have some, some of that kind of stuff. Because it's going to have more power, more capability to do so. And they also saw a lot of people complain about how both of those are not on the normal Switch. So 
yeah, I think we'll definitely have that next time. DJ Wells one, would you recommend buying a cheap capture card for live streaming, Switch, or would it be safer to save up for the Elgato? Definitely Elgato, because although the Elgato cards are expensive, it's top of the line. Like you're not gonna get anything really better. That makes sense. Like, I'm sure there's some capture card out there from some random company that's like 800 bucks and it's great. Like, in terms of gaming, Switch stuff, you're not gonna you're not gonna find much better than than Elgato. I personally use Elgato. They're great. I use so many Elgato products. Heck, I'm using the Elgato Wave XLR to use this microphone. This is not it's not an Elgato microphone, but like it goes through like an Elgato interface product. I use an Elgato Stream Deck. Elgato is so great. Save up for the Elgato capture card. They're great, top of the line. And with those Amazon ones, not only might they not be the best quality out of the box, but they might also like break after a while or stop working fully or lag or corrupt or I mean not corrupt, I mean pause or freeze or, you know, whatever. I've had friends that have bought those capture cards like for their streams. They don't look good, man. They don't look good. I didn't say anything, but dude, they, they, they do not look good. So really, I would save up for, it doesn't have to be Elgato. I mean, I heard, now don't take this as a, as a recommendation. I heard that this company named, is it Avermedia? Avermedia is pretty good, but don't take my recommendation there. I've never used it, but I heard they're good. So maybe if you check out like a review on them, uh, you know, maybe you'll like what you see. But I think that Elgato is the safest option. Uh, how much do El, like El, Elgato's cost? Elgato... If you're recording a Switch, for, for, for Switch games, you only need an HD60. And an HD60 is, they appear to be discontinued. Well, the newest one is like, it says 150 renewed, 180 brand new for the Elgato HD60X. Um, so like 170 or so, uh, unless you buy it like secondhand off eBay. I would certainly save up though. Much better quality. Then Chevy asks, what was your first experience? with Nintendo. My first experience with Nintendo was when I had, I had to have been like three and because I was that young, I don't remember this at all. I don't remember. Um, a lot of you guys think that I'm older than I actually am. I was tinkering around with the uh, GameCube when I was three I was probably messing around on like Shrek 2 or something with my brother and sister. We'd, we'd play Shrek 2 all the time. And they said that was probably my first game ever, if they can recall correctly, because I can't recall. You know, I was three. But that's what that's what they said was my first game ever. And so Shrek 2 on the GameCube, uh, definitely not knowing what I was doing, just like, you know, messing around and stuff on a little GameCube controller. So, yeah, Shrek 2. The first that I remember is the same thing, fooling around, but in Mario Bros. Wii, when the Wii came out. That's what I, like, remember, you know? Um, but, yeah, Mario Bros. Wii, I remember one time, this is, like, the first time that I remember getting my own Wii game. You know, first time, first time that I remember it, okay? I got Wii, it was, like, Nickelodeon Wii Fit for Christmas some, some year. Was it 2011? Might have been. 2011 or so? I was so excited. I stopped opening my Christmas gifts, popped it into the Wii just to hear the intro. 
create a save file, have it show up in the Wii settings, date, you know, data management, and then I ran back upstairs and opened my Christmas gifts. Core memory right there, my friends. Then Pingu asks, favorite Pokemon? I love your videos and have subscribed. Pingu, thank you very much, my friend. Favorite Pokemon? People like to judge me for this. I don't know. I I I, I don't understand why. Because you because you 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 kind of like who you like. I like Stantler a lot. Stantler the deer. I don't know why. Something about him. I I don't know if it's like his little facial expression. Uh, if it's just the fact that he's a deer, which is like a reindeer, and reindeers have to do with Christmas, and I love Christmas. I'm not I, I'm not sure what it is. I've always, always loved Stantler, and I think he's certainly my favorite. I need a Stantler plush so I can solidify it, but definitely Stantler. No no debate. I do like Fue Coco, though, and of course, obviously, Pikachu, classic. Um, but yeah, Stantler is on top. Then, 6-2 Main Street asks... Name three good things about Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival. That's a fun one. Okay. Three good things. It's really not hard. Like, there are some flaws to the game, but naming three good things isn't hard. First, should I be, like, super specific, like, each mini game? Here. I give you this. Number one, the, the mini games. The mini games I thought were pretty fun as long as you have get the amiibo cards the only tedious thing is you need cards to actually play but if you have those it's pretty fun there's one where you can like scan in i believe four cards and how does it work oh you like guess the the order so there you scan four cards there's four tents they all hide in these tents you scan four cards in a certain order so like from left to right, who is in which tent? You scan, if you think that Jingle is in the first tent, you scan Jingle. Then if you think that, you know, uh, CJ went into, into the second tent, you would scan CJ next. And you'd guess the order of which they went into the tents. Mini games are so much fun. You, you have like a trivia one. You have, what are the other ones? Like a Rossetti Bopper one. It's so much fun. So I like the mini games. Those are fun. Another, another cool thing that I like that... Many people don't are the little like pop-ups when you when you're playing the board game the board game so you'll roll the die in the board game your character goes and you stop and you either land on like a happy happy space or like a bad space or sometimes you know special spaces special special spaces for like mini games and stuff or not mini games but like events I guess events and so you'll land on a happy or bad space most of the time. And it'll play like a little video and say, like, say it's it's a happy space. You know, I was walking across the street and I ran into, you know, a bunch of money. And I picked it up and it was my lucky day. Plus 100 bells, you know, whatever it is. That's a fun thing that I like. I like reading these stories of how they, you know, either earn points or lost points or whatever it is. I love that part. And then one more good thing about Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival is the soundtrack. I love it. I could use it for videos. There's a lot, especially the main theme. It's great. The soundtrack is amazing. It's good video music. It's good everything. Check it out if you haven't. 
Then the gaming review says, gotta love Cracker Barrel. The biscuits are the best. If you're wondering why they said that, when I posted the whole, you know, ask me questions thing, I posted a picture of me at Cracker Barrel. <laughs> when do you think side order will release? Ah, uh, yeah, good one. So we got the first wave, the Inkopolis whole thing, uh, at the beginning-ish of this year, correct? I think they put out side order... Mm, they didn't give, like, a release date, right? It was just, like, you know, coming coming when it comes. Right? Yeah. The eShop's retail listing says, by December 31st, 2024. That's what Game Rant says. So, that means before the end of that year. With that said, I think that it releases... I was going to say late this year. But that doesn't look good. I think it comes very... Mm, sometime around March of 2024. I think they want to space it out. Because, you know, they're not, they're, they're only going to support Splatoon 3 for a long time. And if they put it out at the end of this year, that's kind of it. Like, there would be about one year of updates for the game. After that, it's like, you know, DLC is all done. It's only Splatfest. I think if you make it a little bit later into next year, if you bleed it into next year, it's a bit more of a longer time period for, you know, Splatoon 3 updates. And, I, you know, obviously they'd still do Splatfest probably after that. But, like, you know, it kind of makes the whole process longer. I think that it bleeds into next year around March or so. I think early 2024. Somewhere in there. And then going back... Pikmin 5 Creator, what a name, asks, Do you think Pikmin 5 will be, will be made in the next five years? If so, do you think it'll be an early title for the next system? Uh, next five years? I mean, they'll probably start development in the next five years. Uh, I don't think it'll be released in the next five. I think it'll, it'll, it'll be released in like, and not to be like picky, I just genuinely think it'll be, it'll be released in like six or seven and I say picky because like that, that that's like one more than what you said. Six or seven years. Uh, I think that's a franchise that isn't really demanding a new game that soon. Um, I think it doesn't need a game that soon. I think that you put it out middle of the next system's life, which would be around five or six years from now probably. And uh, maybe not. Maybe like a little bit sooner. Maybe five to seven. Five to seven, final answer. Uh, do you think it'll be an early an early title for the next system? It'll not be an early title for the next system. I don't think so. Too soon. Unless it's like a spinoff, which I don't even see that happening. I don't see that happening, so no. Mid, Middle-ish of next system's life. The Nightmare YouTube. How do you think Nintendo will advertise the new console? So, of course, it'll depend depend on what it is if it is what i think it is that being a switch 2 here's what you can't do they advertise the wii u by saying you know play with the new controller they had everyone thinking it was a brand new controller that's not true and so i think you have to advertise it for what it is and what i mean by that is like okay here's the here's normal switch don't even show off any 
of the normal switch features because you're, you're, you're gonna have people think it's a normal switch what i mean by this is if if you change the cartridges show that so that it's totally new brand new cartridges if you change the charging port show that it's a brand new thing it's not the switch if you change the joy con design show that it's not the switch show everything to show that it is not the exact same thing when you show off the wii u all they say is the new controller they don't say the new console it's just that so if you show it if you show everything new about it that can sell some people. I think that, that you advertise it by showing all the great new things about it. And on, on top of that, new games, set. You are set. Then, Iron Man the Goat asks, What do you think, or when do you think it'll be okay? I, I, I think is what they mean. When do you think it'll be okay to start modding the Switch? Love the Viz, by the way. Would love to buy a membership, but I don't got money. Hey, Iron Man, no worries. Iron Man, you are rich, aren't you? Iron Man, you know, all, all the acting gigs? I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, <laughs> no worries. Uh, but when do you think it'll be okay to start modding the Switch? I think you can start modding the Switch about a year after the next system releases. Because knowing Nintendo, they like to still support their older systems like a little bit after the next system releases, just to tidy, you know, just to, I guess, make it up, just just to comfort the previous Switch users. And I think they'll, they'll support it for, a, a, you know, a year in terms of games. The online servers will stay up, and at that point, they're not focused on Switch 1 anymore, you know, assuming Switch 2 comes next. So I think at that point, when when they don't care is when you start modding the switch you can do it now it's just a bit dangerous but i think also at that point there will be more methods made to mod the switch so it'll be easier as well so yeah i think a year after the next system releases which i think will be 2025 i think it'll 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 release in 24 mod them in 2025 i think that's you know what i would do and then Keegan asks, do you think Waluigi will be in the next Super Smash Bros. game? Hmm. It's rough. I think it has to be. Because, like, you... They can obviously see the fan demand for Waluigi. Like, they know that people want Waluigi in the game. It'd be a little bit crazy to not have him in there after seeing the overwhelming requests and support for Waluigi. I think that's that's what you do. But it's hard because we've wanted well like we've wanted him for so long. And it'd just be it'd be kind of weird for, for him to come to the game now, like after all this time. So I think yes, my heart says yes, but it's really a tough, like, tough answer. Like I can't say definitively. If, you know, he will be in there, but I think he has to be, really. I think that, that he has to be. It'll also bring much hype. It'll bring hype to it. Then, moving to Discord questions. Here we go. Owa Hall asks, Let's just say the Switch 2 does release, and it's really successful. Do you think they would do another Switch? Um, Apart from, like, upgrades like the Switch 2 Pro or, or the Switch 2 OLED... Like a Switch 3? No way. I don't think so. I think 
once you do it twice, you 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 have to move to a brand new gimmick. So like a brand new system, you know. I don't think that you can do it for that long. It'll just become kind of outdated after a while, and I think that you do move on at that point. So yeah, switch two, sure. Switch o switch two OLED, sure. Switch three, I don't see it happening. Jesse the Science Nerd. Howdy, Mr. Swizzle. What do you like if Nintendo made a game about Toad where you travel through time to save the Mushroom Kingdom? That'd be pretty cool, actually. I think so many characters need their own game. Uh, Bowser does. Donkey Kong needs a new one. <laughs> uh, Toad. Even like a dang Koopa Troopa game, man. That'd be, that'd be really cool. Uh, I'm interested in any of that obviously peach is getting her own game she's had her own before like the peach uh dang the dang ds game i forget what it is she's had her own game before but to see her have another one is great now just toad needs his own and obviously we have captain toad but i think you need a bit more of like a i mean captain toad is pretty pretty adventurous i'd say i don't know i would for sure like that concept right there but I think there needs to be a standalone stand, stand Bowser game, too. Bowser needs his own game. Someone tried to argue and say, oh, Bowser's Fury. That's not his own game. It's just in the title. You know, I'm talking about a game where you play as Bowser, where you are Bowser, where you move as Bowser, you know? Things like that. I don't count Bowser's Fury. <laughs> uh, then we have Mario Gamer. Do you think the next Mario Kart game will sell better than Mario Kart 8 Deluxe? Honestly, I think not. So, me, do I think so? You know, it's really hard. Because it depends on... It's not just will Mario Kart 9 sell better, it's will the next next console sell better. That's like a big factor of it, you know? So, a yes or no answer? I think not. I don't think that a Switch 2 sells better than a Switch unless it's like crazy big, you know, performance changes, which I think it'll be more powerful, but not like crazy stupid, you know? Um, And I feel like quarantine helped a lot and I don't see another pandemic happening. Oops. Excuse me. And uh, I just think it'll be, a, a you know, the best-selling game on the system, but not more than Mario Kart 8 Deluxe's 55 million. Uh, so, yeah. I don't think it'll sub better. And then we have Champ asking, should the next Nintendo console use discs, possibly backwards compatible with GameCube, Wii, and Wii U? Should they? I would love it. I would love it for sure. In terms of like hardware and cost, I'm not sure on the difference between the two. But if they could use discs and, like you said, make them compatible with GameCube and Wii and Wii U... I'm all for that, man. I would for sure love that. So, should they? In my eyes, yes. But in terms of hardware and performance and costs, it's up to them. If cartridges are the superior format, which I believe I have heard that they are, uh, then I'm fine with that. But I would like for them to return to discs at some point. They're very cool, and they actually have bigger art on them. A cool big box. It's sick. And then we have the rumor out of Mario 64. Sunshine, Galaxy 1, Galaxy 2, 3D Land, and 3D World. Which would you move, sorry, sorry, remove from existence? I personally would choose, would choose Sunshine. So for me, 
Really, I think I know the answer. I think 3D Land. Mario 3D Land is a phenomenal game. But one, it's short. Two, it's on the it's on 3DS, which is fine. It's you know 3DS is great, but it's like not as powerful of a game. It's it's, it's not as good looking of a game. And 3D World kind of fills the gap. It's like you have two 3D adventure games. I think 3D World is probably good enough. So I'd say 3D Land, get, you know, get it out of there. Once again, great game, but compared to Mario 64, Sunshine Galaxy, 3D World, that one can go. But still, amazing game and a 3DS, uh, you know, a big and popular 3DS title, a great game. Then The Sun asks, do you do everything by yourself in the videos? Yes, I do. The entire podcast that, that you're seeing right now, the question written right here in the bottom left for those watching the uh, video version, I put this here. It's all me. I don't have an editor. I don't have a script writer. Uh, I have a marketer. It's uh, Louis right here. My my plush figure is my marketer. Uh, but apart from that, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a one-man show over here. I don't have someone answering my emails. I don't have no one running anything. It's just me over here. Uh, I do have some people make like my, you know, my stream emojis like for channel members. And I do have people make like, uh, you know, some, some art, but like in terms of like the videos you're asking, uh, that's all me, but yeah, then nugget chicken asks, do you think tears of the kingdom is a valid game of the year contender? And what other games do you think can compete with it? Oh yeah. Disney illusion Island is going to be the game of the year. I'm just kidding. Obviously, everybody one two switch will will be up there. I'm kidding. Part two. Uh, no, no, no. Seriously, Tears of the Kingdom, I think is gonna win Game of the Year. It's kind of hard to believe that it wouldn't. Um, I'm gonna be honest. I'm in like my my dang Nintendo <laughs> Nintendo phase. I'm not like watching too many other companies out there. I don't really know like what the heck is going on. Uh, I don't really see a world where Tears of the Kingdom doesn't win Game of the Year. I'm not sure that any other games can can compete. What other games have even came out? Like, I'm sure that, that there's some great games this year, but I haven't been paying attention. Diablo, Resident Evil 4. I just don't know. Spider-Man 2. I just don't know that these compete with Tears of the King. Like, when I search 2023 games, Zelda is the first one. I think that one easily wins game of the year for sure i don't i don't think it's close i don't think it's close then sean asks what is the origin of this picture slash emoji and for those who can't see it uh it is a picture of me with a super shocked face sean i believe that's from one of my youtube shorts but i couldn't tell you which one i remember i was editing it and I paused, and I paused on that face, and I, you know, I was like, this would be a great, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, it might have been Nintendo Direct, did I wear that shirt on the day that the Direct happened, I don't think I did, actually, um, shoot, no, I didn't, no, I didn't, I don't know where it's from, it was either from, from a short, or some thumbnail, I I think it was a short it it was like a mid mid video kind of thing i don't know man it was some short i think i'm sorry i forget and then 
Lane the Skull. We have five questions left. Lane the Skull asks, do you have stick drift? I do not. I do not have stick drift. Uh, on the Joy-Cons. Now, the Pro Controller is an entirely different story. You always hear of Joy-Con drift. Oh man, it sucks. Oh, it's so bad. I, after six years, have just been getting Pro Controller stick drift. And it's upsetting. Because this is, I mean, same as Joy-Cons, like 70 bucks. And it's now drifting after six years. This has been, been my trusty companion, bro. Why now? Why do you got to drift now? So, uh, realistically, I will probably have to buy a new one soon. Right now, I, I'm currently using the um, 8-bit Doe. This controller, the 8-bit Doe, I think it's called the Pro 2. Yes, Pro 2. Uh, I use this most of the time. But for things like Pikmin, I have been using uh, the normal Pro controller. Uh, but I actually like this one better now that I'm using it for Pikmin. So, this is my main controller right now, the 8-bit Doe Pro 2. Comfortable. I love it. Dude, I I love this one. It's like so it's just much more comfortable. Oh, it's so nice. So, I'm using this one right now. And uh the answer is I've never had drift on Joy-Cons cuz I barely ever use them, but I have had drift recently on my Pro controller. And then and then we have Iman asking What's one thing you are looking for in, in in the remake of Mario RPG? Yes, one thing I'm looking for is Discoon. Now, for those who don't know what a Discoon is, I made a short on him the other day. Discoon is a puzzle piece looking character of Nintendo history. And this Discoon guy was going to be the mascot of Nintendo. And it was the mascot of the Famicom in Japan back in... A long, long time ago. And this Discoon thing makes an appearance in Super Mario RPG. Now, it was blurry back on the SNES version, but now in the remake, it is actually clear. And you can see that it, that it is Discoon. And so, if you don't know Discoon, I would recommend watching the short. It's called, like, I found out who Nintendo's mascot was, was supposed to be. He's real cool. I'm excited to see him in the game. Then we have six more reasons. One, four, three. What is your favorite type of content to make? Shorts, podcasts, normal length videos, etc. My favorite is shorts. And then podcasts and long forms are probably the exact same. I like doing them both. Podcasts, I can talk and talk and talk. Normal length videos, I can impress with my, what I think is pretty good editing. And I can discuss things longer, which... You know, I mean, I can do that here, but, like, it's more snappier in the videos. It's more, like, fast-paced and, like, right to the point rather than, you know, open dialogue podcasts. So, you know, I like shorts than podcasts and normal length, you know, about the same. I'm not sure that there's any other video formats apart from that on YouTube. I think that's, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. Then Elliot asks, is Disney Dreamlight Valley worth it? Um... Hmm, hard to say. Because here's the thing. It's still in beta right now. Or beta? Early, early access? Early access is probably the better word. Early access. 
where you, you can play it, you can pay for it, but here's the thing, it's going to be totally free. It's, it's scheduled to be free this year. Will it happen? I don't, I don't even know. But it's scheduled to be free this year. So, Elliot, I would honestly hold off. Because if we search, you know, when will Disney Dreamlight Valley be free? It says some point in 2023. Though the company has stopped short of making any promises about an exact release date, according to GameSpot. So, it is on... Xbox Game Pass, if you have that, I believe that that's what I've, I've been told. But everyone, every website here is saying free to play late 2023. So if you're listening, I wouldn't buy it unless you have some serious urge to play the game. It'll be free in, you know, if Disney isn't lying to us, it, it'll be free in months. So I would wait. And then finally, NRASP asks... Do you enjoy gaming on platforms other than Nintendo? And if so, what platform is your favorite? Yes, so I like to play Xbox. Nothing against PlayStation. Just always been an Xbox guy. I have a Series S back here where I play some games. I play a lot of sports games like UFC uh, 4. I almost said 5 because 5 comes out very soon. UFC 4, uh, FIFA. I don't have the new FIFAs. I have FIFA 20. 21, I think. Yeah, I don't have the, the, the new one at all. Uh, they're all very similar, and I don't really play online. Uh, so as long as I have some recent FIFA, it's good. Uh, FIFA, I have NBA. Like, it's sports games. Uh, the only games that I have that aren't sports games, like, I think I have, like, Disney Disneyland Adventures. Is that it? Disneyland Adventures. I have Qbert. I have Forza. I have... I don't know. I have Disney Infinity. I have a lot of things on the Xbox. A lot, you know, a lot of which I'm forgetting. But yeah, I got some cool Xbox stuff. I have a PS4, but I don't really use it much anymore. Uh, but yeah, I do like to play other plat other platforms, and I I am very open to them. Uh, I just like the Switch a whole lot uh, to play some games on there, and also older systems as well. But guys. That is going to wrap up the podcast for today. Thank you all so much for listening to the Mario Matter episode number 50, the big 5-0. We'll be back on here with episode 51 next Wednesday. I thank you all so much for listening, tuning in. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify, please leave us a fantastic rating of five stars or not. But, you know, if you, if you don't, uh, you know, just be honest with your rating five stars is appreciated though if you leave five stars you will have good luck for eternity okay uh if you're on youtube a like is always appreciated a subscription maybe if you're so kind um you know if if not hopefully i can win you over next episode we'll make it even better than this one with that thank you all so much to our channel members that was weird thank you all to our channel thank you to our channel members here for supporting the channel and getting perks monetarily, such as a follow on social media and physical, a physical newsletter, a newsletter signed by me sent to you. That can actually happen with the highest tier there. You can get spe- special emojis. Did I mention exclusive podcast episodes? It's a lot of cool stuff for the low price of two ninety nine or one one ninety nine and higher. 
at the 199 at the lowest, and it's great. With that, thank you all so much. I'll see you all in the next podcast or video or YouTube short. Whenever you see me, I love you all. Adios.